Welcome to episode three. As a part of our launch series, I'm spending time with some amazing women who have made an incredible impact on me as an entrepreneur. My special guest today is Tasha Booth, and this episode is the one about working with VAs as you grow your business. I've known Tasha for about four years now, and we've been in coaching programs and masterminds together, we've traveled together, and supported one another through the ups and downs of building our businesses online. Here's what I adore about Tasha. She's an agency owner, a coach, and a podcaster. She's the founder and CEO of the Launch Guild, a course launch support and digital marketing implementation agency, supporting established coaches and course creators with course and podcast launches, operations and systems management, and content management and repurposing. Her team is over 20 members strong now, and they work together to support their clients in being able to focus back onto their zones of genius. Additionally, Tasha mentors virtual support pros like VAs, OBMs, and PMs who are passionate and ready to grow their businesses while living life on their own terms. And she's the host of the How She Did That podcast, a podcast for virtual assistants, online business managers, and project managers to learn business and tech tips. Tasha's an Air Force wife to her husband, Scott, stepmom to Grace and Meredith, and she works from home with her dogs, Stanley and Boomer. In her spare time, she watches true crime TV, she sings karaoke, and tends to her organic vegetable garden. Now, can you see why I love her so much? I could go on and on. But let's jump in and hear what she shares with us about working with VAs in your financial services business. You're listening to Spark Hustle Flow, the podcast that teaches money pros to launch, grow, and yes, even scale your virtual financial service business. And I'm your host, Kimberly Stevenson. Let's dive in and get started. Hey, hey, Tasha. Hey, Kim. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us. I'm really excited to talk with you. How's it going these days? So good. So busy. And I am so excited to be on your podcast. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you. You have no idea. So today we're talking about how finance professionals can work with VAs to get the support that they need um, as they grow their bookkeeping and accounting businesses. And you are the queen of all things virtual support. And so I know this is going to be great. I'm excited. I'm excited to dig in. And I love helping people get back into their zone of geniuses. So anytime we can talk about that is a great time. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So let's start by you telling our audience a little bit about yourself. Sure. I am Tasha Booth. I'm the CEO and founder of The Launch Guild. We're a full-service launch support agency working with established coaches and course creators on all things, all kinds of launches. And then I also coach and mentor uh, virtual assistants, online business managers, and project managers on how to start, grow, and scale their businesses. Awesome. Awesome. So how did you first decide to actually become a VA and a VA coach? Oh, and an agency owner too, because I know. (laughs) And all all of the things that I I said, the queen of all the things. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Um, I actually stumbled into it because I needed money (laughs) and because I wanted to pay off student loan and credit card debt. I started off as a blogger and I saw an opportunity. I saw a lot of bloggers who were looking for VAs. And once I realized what a VA was, I was like, I already have that skill set and know how to do those things by just having my own blog. So why don't I just make some extra money, you know, evenings, weekends kind of thing. And it kind of grew really, really fast from there um, to the point of where I quit my full-time job like eight months after starting my business. 
Wow. So how long ago has that been now? That was 2016, 2017. And my first full-time year was 2018, January, 2018 was my first full-time year, but I started like the end of 2016. And then my, I was working for a nonprofit uh, full-time and they kept me, they asked me to stay on like half time for like Mm -hmm. four more months. So yeah. So it was like 2018. So we're looking at like five right around five years if Mm -hmm. you're listening to this right at the time that it it goes live the first time, right? Yeah. It's been about five years. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations on your success. Thank you. I know last year you had some really, really exciting things happen in your business. Yeah. It was, uh, even though last year was, you know, craziness for the entire world, I think in terms of business, we had a lot of successes. We definitely had a lot of growing pains as well, just because, Mm -hmm. you know, I think we, we grew very rapidly and I, I always teach, like, you need to have those moments of like breaking. And I think we probably should have had a couple more moments of breaking last year, you know, um, so that we could have our systems and operations and everything catch up to the growth that we were having. But this year feels really good and like really aligned. So that feels good. (laughs) That's awesome. Do you ever think to yourself that a few years down the road, when we're talking about, you know, life in general, that we'll refer to the time in our lives, like pre COVID as like before COVID and then (laughs) post COVID. (laughs) I could totally see that happening. Yes. Yeah. I could, I can see that too. It's like, yeah, life kind of stopped in 2020, you know, Uh, everything just kind of came to a grinding halt for, you know, just life in general. But I'm glad to know that there are uh, business owners out there who are just rocking it and that you're one Mm -hmm. of them. Thank you. That's awesome. So let me ask you this. What are some of the main things that you feel entrepreneurs or people in this online space really need to know before hiring their first VA? Yeah, I think they need to know what the core needs of that position are. I see way too many entrepreneurs say, I'm looking for a unicorn. And, and I hate that phraseology because unicorns don't exist. Right. And so when we say I'm looking for something that doesn't exist, you're already setting yourself up for disappointment and for failure on the part of the VA. And a lot of times it's not even the VA's fault. They're just there. Nobody can be an expert and excellent at everything. So when you're looking for somebody who can do your copywriting and your graphic design and your Facebook ads and your general admin and all the things, of course, they're not going to be great at one or or two of those pieces. So really getting clarity around like, what are the core needs of this position and making sure that it's not a laundry list, that it's kind of really like three to five things that you really need this person to be proficient in. And then as your business grows and as the needs grow, you can add on additional people instead of trying to fit this one person in this huge box that is unattainable. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And so the way I always thought of VAs, virtual support pros, that as you call them, <laughs> I always thought that you should start with a general administrative VA first, but mm-hmm. that's not necessarily always the case, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not necessarily the case because it really depends on 
what the needs of your company are. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like I work with some of my coaching clients, um, actually one of them is an, is an accountant and she started with another accountant on her team first. That was her first support. And, Mm -hmm. um, that person is helping her in her business as well as like subcontracting for her, you know, for her clients and everything. Right. Right. Working on her business. So sometimes you maybe want that position to be like a duplicate of yourself or something that can create an ROI that has an ROI to it in, you know, in that client facing way. So that's why it's really important. Like, and the other thing is, you know, sometimes people are really great at admin stuff, or maybe you don't have a lot of emails that come into your inbox. And so you don't necessarily need a general VA. Maybe you need somebody who will help you with your social media because that's what you're not doing. Right. Or lead generation or client onboarding. Like there's a whole bunch of different things. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That makes perfect sense. So Mm -hmm. another question that I wanted to, to ask you is around our audience. And so, as you know, our audience for the Spark Hustle Flow podcast revolves around money pros, bookkeepers, mm-hmm. accountants, CPAs, tax professionals, and the like. And so, so much of the work that we do is highly sensitive or confidential in nature since it's, you know, all around money stuff, mm-hmm. right? So what are some of the ways that you would suggest that a VA could help protect the client data that we have uh, when we're working with VAs in our business? Oh, I love this question. Okay. So there's a few different things that you can do. Number one, a password protection software, something like LastPass, so that the VA isn't seeing your client passwords, your passwords, Mm -hmm. those sorts of things. LastPass is basically like this giant lockbox for your passwords, right? And you can pass Mm -hmm. them securely. So something like that is super helpful. All of my VAs on my team and all of our clients, when they're signing their contracts, we have a non-disclosure agreement that is part of our contracts with uh, with all of our clients. And we've mm-hmm. had a couple clients who have like highly sensitive information, like attorneys, accountants, those sorts of things. They also send us their non-disclosure agreement, their NDA. And we're always happy to sign that because, you know, we understand that they have highly sensitive materials and those sorts of things. So those are two of the ways. I've also heard of accountants and attorneys doing background checks on their VAs. And Mm -hmm. I think that some VAs will be totally fine with that. Some will not. So I would definitely put it on the job application so that people know upfront that, you know, if they get to the last round, that a, a background check is going to be part of the last round before you know, hiring or confirming or something like that. But I think that those are three of the key ways that you can safeguard things and just make sure that you're hiring quality people and that also you are protecting yourself and of course your clients as well. Absolutely. And, you know, I hadn't really thought of the background check because of the nature of the digital space. When you're hiring a contractor or someone to work for you, that's a non-employee, I hadn't really considered the possibility of asking them for, you know, Mm -hmm. to submit to a background check. And so that's really great advice. So thanks for sharing that. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So how soon would you say is reasonable to consider hiring your first VA when you start your business? (laughs) Very soon, like yesterday? (laughs) Like yesterday. (laughs) Most people wait too long and then they get bogged down in the stuff that is not creating 
income for them, right? They get bogged down in the behind the scenes stuff. And number one, a lot of times people aren't even good at that. They're not good at the admin. And so they're spinning their wheels, trying to do something that they're not great at, you know? And number two, it's not the reason that you started your business. And so you really want to get back into your zone of genius, as I, as I always say, and that requires hiring somebody sooner rather than later. So just know that I think a lot of people think that like when they hire, they have to hire people for like 20 to 40 hours a week. You know, it, mm-hmm. it can start off small. I know VAs that have five hour a month packages. That's one hour mm-hmm. and 15 minutes a week, you know? And so that's probably about like under $200 a month for somebody that can come in and get those things that are priorities in your business and that need to be done, but don't necessarily need to be done by you. So you can free up your time and do those other things. Right. And I'm glad that you said that because one of the things that I talk with my clients about often is how do you afford to outsource, right? Because Mm -hmm. a lot of people think I just started my business. I can't afford to hire someone. And one of the first places that I tell them to look, look at the prices, look at your rates that you're charging your clients. Mm -hmm. And we need to think about increasing what those rates are so you can afford to bring in someone, right? And so, yeah, I think that that's really good. So I really want the podcast to be both informational and chill at the same Mm -hmm. time. And so an idea that I had is to really incorporate some fun activities, (laughs) if you will, (laughs) into each episode so we can learn more about the non-business side of my guests. So can we play a quick rapid fire game if you don't mind? Absolutely. I love it. All right. I'm so excited. (laughs) So this is called Rapid Fire Favorites. And so I'll just throw the questions out there to you. Okay. No, no specific order. What's your favorite travel destination? Madrid, Spain, hands down. Oh, oh my I know. gosh. You're fancy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite Broadway musical? Oh, that's like so hard, but I'm going to pick <laughs> Ragtime. Oh, wow. See, now that's not what I thought you would say. Okay. You thought I was going to say Hamilton, didn't you? I knew knew you were going to say Hamilton. Okay. So what's your favorite song from Ragtime? Oh, um, probably the song Daddy's Son, because I've been working on it with my voice teacher for going, literally going on 20 years now. And it's still not perfected, but I love it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I really did think you were going to say Hamilton, but I digress. (laughs) Okay. All right. What's your favorite book, business or pleasure? Doesn't matter. Ooh, um, Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. I haven't mm-hmm. read that yet. I'm, I, I have that on so my wish good. list. Yes. Yeah, I definitely am ready to read that soon when I have uh, some free time. We'll see how that works. <laughs> All right. What, I think I know the answer to this too, but what's your favorite thing to drink? Oh, what is my favorite thing to drink? Okay, so black tea lemonades for non-alcoholic mm-hmm. drinks and then Moscato for, yeah, alcoholic Love drinks. it. Love it, love it, love it. And then finally, what's your favorite self-care or self-love activity? Uh, I have been getting into face masks lately. Yes, I do like, yeah, a face mask at least three times a week at this point. Oh my gosh. I know. (laughs) I cannot wait to be like you when I grow up. (laughs) Three times a week. I absolutely love it. Well, that was awesome. Thanks so much for sharing. I appreciate it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so before before we wrap up, I know that you have something special to share with our with our audience, right? 
Yes, absolutely. So it is um, basically our six pillars to having a great launch project plan. And this can go for any kind of launch you're doing, a launch of a new service, that sort of thing. But really, it's the high layers of how my team and I project plan for our clients um, and gets you really, really organized in terms of what needs to go in there so that nothing falls through the cracks. So you can find that at thelaunchguild.com forward slash spark. Awesome. I love this <laughs> forward slash spark. <laughs> and we'll be sure to add it to the show notes. So, but how can we find you online? So if someone was looking for your services, um, I know that you have the Launch Guild, which is an agency. Um, mm-hmm. How do we find you online? Yes. So our website is thelaunchguild.com. Also, we're the Launch Guild all across social media. And then my other website is tashabooth.com. And on social media, I'm at the Tasha Booth everywhere. Awesome. Tasha, this has been absolutely incredible. Yay. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, and just as an ex- an aside, I, I can't I can't end the episode without sharing that that you and I are business besties and we've been working together for I think about four or five years. And yes. so I've been able to see the trajectory of your business. And um I just think that you are one of the most incredible entrepreneurs that I've met in this space. And I really appreciate you being one of my first guests on the Spark House of Flow podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited that you have a podcast and I can't <laughs> wait to just listen to it all the time. <laughs> I couldn't have done it without you and your team, the launch guild. Thank you so much. And thank Thanks for hanging out with me today. Thank you. All right. Bye, everybody. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Spark Hustle Flow podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other money pros just like you find the show and learn too. And if you want to hear more from me, follow Spark Hustle Flow across all social media channels and subscribe to my newsletter at sparkhustleflow.com backslash newsletter to get regular updates on what's happening in my world, weekly business development tips, and personal lessons I'm learning that can help you too. Again, that's sparkhustleflow.com backslash newsletter. That's it for this week. Remember, as always, be proactive, be productive, and be profitable. See you next week.